This is 5-Minute Friday, a time to help you focus on positivity, intentionality, thoughtfulness, and growth. And now, Dr. Glenn Krieger. Good morning, everybody. It's Dr. Glenn Krieger here with another episode of your 5-Minute Friday. Today, I want to talk about something that I think is at the top of most of our lists, and it's staffing, team building. How do we get our team built to where we want it? I'm not talking about the culture. I'm not talking about designing how everybody in the team works together. I'm talking about actually getting people for your team. Now, for me and my partner, Doug Shaw, it's been one of the most frustrating things that we've had because we're always trying to build our team. And the problem is when you're running behind and you're short on people, it's very hard to hire somebody with that experience, right? So the challenges we face as business owners are kind of double-faced. You know, we're trying to build our practices and do what we've got to do. But all the while, we're trying to keep it manned, if you will, with the right people. So if you decide that you want to run lean and mean, and you want to run a team overhead percentage as low as 10%, which we've been at at times, you can do that if you've got well-trained team members who can work really, really well together and handle capacity so you don't have to hire more people. Challenges, well, certainly if someone gets sick or someone's out for the day uh, unexpectedly, you run behind or you got to really pick up the slack and figure out how to provide the same service to your patients uh, with less people. You can go the other side of it and go, I'm going to be super overstaffed and get your overhead percentage up by 20%, uh, which is a little bit high. Uh, And we've never been quite that high, but certainly we've overstaffed ourselves at times. And the advantage of that is you've always got somebody, right? There's always someone to fill in. If someone wants to get braces on, you always have a, a chair available. You can put some braces on them. Uh, you can afford to bring somebody in who has a great personality and train them up uh, because you're not counting on them, right? If you have, let's just say you have four columns of patients and you've got, let's just say you've got three really good assistants. So you can hop around, handle four to five uh, columns with three assistants who really know what they're doing, high-end folks, killing it, doing what they got to do. Where are you going to train somebody? Where are you going to put somebody in to suddenly start training them? It becomes very difficult. But if you got four columns and you have six assistants, right, and you want to bring somebody in, I mean, it's kind of silly to have four columns and six assistants. But let's say you have four columns and five assistants, uh, and you want to bring somebody else in because you're thinking about expanding your schedule. And uh, you have the ability to have that extra assistant train them and, and work one column as a training column. So you have to kind of decide, first of all, where do you want to be? Now, I started my career for a very long time being that really lean and mean and trying to, to, to be as little as possible. The unfortunate part is I've been forced into that because in Dallas, where jobs are plentiful, in an economy where there's a lot of people hiring, uh, for me to find somebody as a starting assistant with no experience, right? The bare minimum I have to pay them is probably twelve to fifteen dollars an hour. Uh, if I'm going to pay somebody that rate, they have lots of options out there where they don't have to stand on their feet. They don't have to be in healthcare, and so it takes a very special person who wants to be in healthcare, wants to grow, wants to be on their feet, wants to be in charge of a schedule, so to speak and wants to start at 12 to $15 an hour. Now, for many people around the country listening to this, 12 to $15 an hour sounds insane to start somebody at. It sounds very high. But if you're in a Dallas metro area, you're not getting anybody for less than 12 to $15 an hour. So that's somebody walking in the door who's never even done sterilizing, okay? So again, if I bring that person in, I've got to train them up. And I, I, I like the idea, like Ben Fishbein talks about, and you'll hear his 
podcast interview in the very near future. Uh, you know, you hire from outside dentistry. You don't hire anybody with experience. You hire people who just have great personality and you train them to do really good assisting. And uh, within 90 days, he says, uh, they're given a 90-day time frame that if at 90 days they do a great job, wonderful. And if they don't have it at 90 days, they don't stay an assistant. They can be moved into administrative if they need somebody in administrative or they're let go. Thanks for trying. This isn't your field. Have a nice day. And all too often, we hang on to people way too long. And uh, I think it's definitely an issue. So again, you have two choices, overstaff or properly staff or understaff. It's really three choices, but the latter is really one and the same. Either you're running lean and mean or you're over overstaffing so that when someone leaves, when someone gets sick, you're always covered. I've now bought into the second concept, right? L- having extra people there. But even for me, finding people is almost impossible. So where do you find them? Well, there's lots of websites you can go to. Uh, you know, I've heard of many people who have business cards that they'll leave or give to somebody. Uh, you know, they're at a, a clothing store or they're at a restaurant. Uh, I knew one man way back in the day who only recruited from Hooters. Why Hooters? Because you had women there who were working their their rear ends off, essentially, to have to uh, serve a clientele that was not nice, not necessarily polite, uh, and they were on their feet all day long. And these are people who always had to have a smile on their face and knew how to uh, do customer service, right? And again, I, I would not necessarily want my daughter working at Hooters, but uh, if she was working there, uh, you know, she'd have to work hard and she'd have to keep a smile on her face under all conditions with all customer service. And um, he said some of the best employees he ever got came from there because they were already trained in keeping a smile on their face all the time and working really hard. And it was a lot easier of a job for them working in an ortho office than it was working in a service industry like that, where you're on your feet all the day, killing yourself. And so... You can go to restaurants, you can go to clothing stores, you can go to places where, you you know, a hotel or wherever you find somebody really good and say, hey, would you like to work here? But I have not had good experience with that. We've certainly uh, tried agencies, uh, temp, temp to hire kind of places. Uh, we've tried uh, agencies that match you with people, and that's not worked very well for me. Uh, the only way that we've really found some really good success is giving a bounty and telling our team members, hey... Find us the right person and we'll give you $500 or $1,000 or $10 million, whatever that number is you want to decide. But but when we said, hey, we'll give you $200, didn't really move the needle a whole lot. We found that when we said $500 or $750, it really worked. And the way it worked was, hey, tell your friend to come in if they work and they last. And at 90 days, they've got a permanent job. You get $750 or whatever that number is. Uh, and we found that that really helps motivate people in that conversation with their friends who they really like or someone they know who's working and saying, hey, by the way, looking for a job, you know, we could uh, we could really use somebody. And by the way, I'll split my finder's fee with you or something like that. So, again, um, I want you to give some thought over the weekend to number one, where do you want to be percentage wise? Right. So that's number one. Do you want to be at that 10 percent overhead for team members, or do you want to be at that 30, you know, sorry, 20% overhead? And right, if you've got a $2 million practice, that's a $200,000 swing, that 10%. So you got to give some thought about where you want to be. Then develop a plan about how you're going to get those people and where you're going to put them in your practice. How are you going to train them? Do you have an onboarding process? Uh, you know, where do they start? You know, what's considered the goals? What are their metrics that you're trying to measure them by? These are all things that will help you get to success. 
And then once they're there, of course, you got to keep them happy. And that's a whole different story right now. But figure out where you want to be. Do you want to be at 10? Do you want to be at 20? Do you want to be somewhere in between in terms of percentages? And then build your team one at a time. Consider hiring from outside orthodontics and dentistry. Hire for uh, personality. Train for skill. And, uh, and just give some thought about how you're going to get there. I hope this has helped you. Uh, I know it's a huge topic we could talk about forever. Uh, I just want to put a plug in there for you all about Orthopreneurs University. Scott Fry is going to be our, uh, our April guest there. If you've been to any of our Orthopreneurs uh, events uh, with Stuart Frost this past month was amazing. Rebecca Bacow, uh, we had our clinical photography course. Uh, there's so many different amazing courses we've got at Orthopreneurs University. So go to orthopreneurs.com. Click on, you know, Orthopreneurs University. You can go to the self-paced learning at this point and see all the courses that are there from, again, Rebecca Bacow, Ruz Kazravi, Ron Ronconi, clinical photography, even uh, learning an entrepreneurial approach to practice. Uh, if you go to our um, our live stream courses, you'll see we have two more left in this uh, curriculum on April 16th, which is roughly two weeks from now. Scott Fry. Clear Aligner Fundamentals Revisited. It'll help you get there faster and better. So go to orthopreneurs.com. I hope this has helped you. Wishing you all an amazing day and just have a good one. Take care.